Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review is brought to you by our friends at SavageCBD.com. Get the best in CBD products and get a deal while you're at it. Use our code REVIEW, that's REVIEW, for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Go to SavageCBD.com right now. Hey, Bird Gang, this is your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune in to the number one podcast on the web, my show, the JB and Benny Blue Review, right here on KSRN Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 196 yeah. Ooh, of the JB and Benny Blue Review. 196 on you tricks. Early, early sun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Live stream. Like Facebook, that. Twitter, YouTube, however you're tapping in, please. Make sure to follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs. And, uh, you know, listen, if you're tapping on the live stream at any point, drop in a comment or question. We got a lot to get to, oh, yeah. uh, Dr. Bridges. But before we do, sipping that BL smoothie. You got a nice hat. You got a nice hoodie. Looking good. Feeling good. But how are you feeling, sir? Talk to the people. Just fine, man. I lost my voice a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Just fine. <laughs> <laughs> that gruff-ass old man voice. Yeah, good God. I am a gruff-ass old man. What you mean? Oh. So I lost my voice. Uh, you know, talking shit at the game on Sunday. Uh, so it's yeah. coming back now. You know what I'm saying? It was a little raspy. You know what I'm saying? I sound like uh, Jada Kid's uncle and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, other than that, man, I'm good. Family good. Everybody good, man. Uh, shout out to everybody tapping in. Shout out to our Phoenix Mercury. You know what I'm saying? Playing the Chicago Ooh, Sky finals. Right now in the finals, right? Game two going on right now. We are down by a nice little seven points. We got to get together, ladies. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Can't go down 0-2. Can't go down 0-2. All right? Rossi, where you at? Come on now. Rossi, where you at? You know what I'm saying? BG, what's happening? Diggins, what's cracking? No, really, what's cracking? <laughs> so, no, so, yeah, you know, just chilling, man. Valley life is good. You know what I'm saying? It's cooling down finally. Thank God. Uh, man, you know, but we got a lot to get to, man. You know what I'm saying? We got Fury Wilder. Mm-hmm. Three, you know what I'm saying? We got John Gruden, you know what I'm saying? The email scandal, you know what I'm saying? We got a week five recap mm-hmm. and the Rick Six Savage picks, man. It's time to get this thing rolling. Mm-hmm. All that is, man. Mm-hmm. Tap in Apple Podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Spotify, YouTube, like, subscribe, subscribe, you know what I'm saying? Five star reviews are appreciated. All right. We do appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? And tell your friends about us. We're also available on casualsports.com. Uh, live streaming radio in Phoenix, you know what I'm saying? What's happening? All the homies, Earl, Ed, you know what I'm saying? All the homies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shout mm-hmm. out to the Believe Podcast Network, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We are now a family of, we love y'all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what it's on uh, Tuesday nights, you know what I'm saying? My podcast, Burning Bridges, live stream 730 Pacific Time, 1030 Eastern on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? AAT Network. I'm talking about AAT Sports underscore. All right. That's all about the Birds family out of mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Shout out to all my folks in Philly. You know what I'm saying? But we representing the West Coast right now. My man Benny out there in La La Land. Mm-hmm. I'm out here in Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The weather's getting nice. Ah. Oh my God! You're, you're talking about you're talking about last ah. week. You're like, oh my God! It's finally we can finally put on an outfit and something just to be fresh and not be like sweating our asses off. Ah. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm so happy. Fall is here, sir. Man, it's yeah. real. You know what I'm saying? The little bit of fall we get out here in these parts, it's here. Right? Yeah, you, you ain't lying. <laughs> just for real. You know what I'm saying? Fall is a lost. You know what I'm saying? It's some that's some shit you can find on Indiana Jones. Right, you know what I'm saying, for the West Coast. It's either fire, it's like like James Taylor said, it's either fire or rain, damn it. Fire yeah. or rain is what fire we get. Fire or rain, that's Good it. Good God baby. almighty. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, go ahead, Benny. Well, look, we got a lot to get to, folks. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna save, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a good friend and podcast partner because JB was cutting promos on Niners fans last week when they got the W. We're gonna talk about that. So, and he, and he's also doing his live stream. So, I'm gonna help Dr. Bridges save his voice. Uh, so, we, we're gonna, we're gonna push too hard on. But listen, JB, listen, reviewers, you know, JB has the passion. So, hey, if he's about to go in on something or somebody, then damn it. Voice be damned, it's going to happen. And maybe JB could use some savage CBD. Uh, oh my God, talking uh, about a transition. Use the code review for 50% off your first order and free shipping. And again, tapping in on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, make sure to drop in a comment or a question right now. So, 
without further ado let's get to it right now with some review reaction news pow 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 and uh the trilogy wilder fury three went down this past weekend and tyson fury won by a tko they didn't even they didn't even give uh deontay a count um because he was kind of getting working at the end he had a rally um, there in round seven, eight, and nine, had some early, a couple early knockdowns on Fury, but then got knocked down himself. And ultimately, it just kind of, it just kind of happened like that. But uh, Dr. Bridge, I actually watched a replay with uh, Arabic announcers, so I couldn't understand a goddamn thing they were saying. And I appreciate it because you already know how some of the top ranked guys get a little bit too Fury centric or a little bit too biased. But right. as we're talking about the padded production meeting, what did you see uh, in this in this <clears throat> third matchup in terms of what Fury did and what Wilder may or may not have done? Uh, I saw Fury stick to the game plan. I saw Fury be patient. Uh, I saw Deontay Wilder have some success earlier with their plan, trying to throw the jab. Um, but when it all said and done, he just one his his conditioning was concerning to me. Uh, later rounds, he was gassed, and that was getting him killed. He reverted back to the old uh, telegraph the right hand. You know what I'm saying? Go for the big shot. Try to take him out in one punch, and you know, big fella can move. You know, uh, Tyson Fury can move, and also he just has better punch selection and angle of departure of his punches. He don't have to do take a big windup to get his punches off, right? He literally can get in there and get his punches off. Goes from 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 shoulder, from bent arm to straight arm very fast, right? Uh, so, and then once it got to the later rounds, you know, what I'm saying uh, one thing you can say about Fury and his oblong body. His conditioning is <laughs> his conditioning is very good. So yeah, shame on yep. you, Wilder. Shame on your camp. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, um, you just didn't execute. Came in with a plan, obviously. Uh, just didn't execute. Didn't stick to the script. Wasn't coaching properly enough for for Fury uh, to for Wilder to stick in there and stick with the game plan and, and reserve his energy as opposed to trying to take him out with one big kill shot and. You know, you throw big punches, you know what I'm saying? That's just a lot. You gas yourself real quick. So, yeah, Fury, uh, shout out right. to him and his camp. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Of course, since he switched uh, trainers, he's gotten miles better. I forget the guy's name that uh, that, that joined him for the second fight. But he's gotten yep. miles better than he was in that first fight. So, shout out to Fury's camp. Uh, and Wilder, y'all might want to sit back and take notes or something because that's just a shame. It really is. Yeah, and, and for who you're referring to is uh, Sugar Hill from the world-famous uh, Cronk Gym, uh, Detroit. So he started, that's a man, Emmanuel Stewart's nephew, and that's, a, right. you know, that's a, like you said, kind of help him step up his game. And, mm-hmm. you know, just watching some of those highlights and watching the fight with Wilder, a couple things stood out to me. Number one, his head movement was terrible. He was Horrible. like, he would throw some shit, and he would be standing right there to catch something from from Fury. And this whole time during this trilogy, he, he never really had a lot of for Fury's power, but you gotta remember, Fury is a that dude, he, he's like he's like he's like he's like the dude from like Goonies, like hey you guys like right. he's just a big goofy powerful right. dude. So it's mm-hmm. like with that much weight behind the punch, if he's gonna land a flush, eventually that shit's gonna wear you down. Oh, and yeah. you saw it. And we, we were we were talking about the fight in our patent production meeting, but I kinda thinking about it more and kind of seeing Wilder at this point in his career I feel like Wilder never really truly learned how to box ever you know what I mean like I feel like he's just been so physically superior to everybody that he's fought up until Fury even Luis Ortiz gave him a run for Mm -hmm. the money um, when they had that fight but I feel like nobody in his camp really checked his skills in terms of you got the right hand, but what else do you have? And you kind of right. saw, like, I saw some. I saw someone tweet something. They were kind of, they were kind of uh, saying, um, they're kind of saying, um, uh, uh, definitely, definitely. Will I've gotten much better <laughs> since those days. Jesus Christ, football camp. Those man, we were slugging it out. Um, oh yeah. And uh, and with Wilder, you could kind of tell. Like, I saw somebody tweet it. He said, like, Wilder's like a dude who, who like can fight on the street, but then got put in a boxing ring. You know what right. I mean? Like the way he kind of holds his gloves, the way he moves, like he's very athletic right. and he has good instincts when he's going in for the kill. But mm-hmm. I feel like when he's going up against Fury, like you, like we say in our production meeting, I don't feel like they made the necessary adjustments to no. beat him. And Fury did basically the exact same shit. That right. He did in the second yeah, fight. he did. He did the exact same thing. He had the exact same plan. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. 
Uh, right. Deontay, like you said, moving his head. He struggles with movement, right? So if you're going to stand right in front of him and fight him, yeah, you're going to, you know, you, odds are you're going to lose, right? But if you move an inch, you know what I'm saying? Now, he, he can't adjust his body and his shoulders. Like you said, he holds his hands down below his chest, you know, a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, that makes him susceptible to the big punch, to the jab. Right? You know, boxing is about points. Let's not forget that, right? So, and like you said about, about Wilder Fury just being a big goofball and just being big and powerful and dumb strong. You, you, he keep throwing that straight jab, and like you said, them old mean hooks. And eventually, that shit's gonna keep racking yeah, like like it's, like the it's, power, it's like the power up. meter on Mortal Kombat. Like you, 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 right, right. Like exactly, that shit's yeah. gonna keep going down. Yeah, that shit like, gonna get to the red, and then you're gonna be all fucked up. And that's what happened to Wilder. Right. About seven rounds, he was in yeah. the red. He just never got to that point where you know it was finishing until it was just too late. Left round, right. So everybody said the same thing. Oh, Wilder's got heart. I'm gonna fuck about no heart. <laughs> fuck about no heart. You could have came in there with a better game plan, executed a better game plan, and yeah. you've been better off in the late in the late rounds. Like, but yeah, uh, fuck, fuck hard. That's yeah, a that's a recipe. Yeah. That's a recipe for him to look like the great Muhammad Ali. Yeah, that's a, somebody was I saw someone talking about that. that. That's a recipe for like that's a recipe for having fucking brain damage. Like, yes, because he pushing this he, guy out there when he yeah. when he hit when he hit the ring, this motherfucker was bleeding from his ear. That's dangerous yeah. shit. That's that's yeah. nothing to play with, right? That's nothing to play with. So. Yeah, yep. wow, well, yeah, yo, your camp, you know what I'm saying? You need to change your camp straight up. You just need to change the people that you're dealing with. And, you know what I'm saying, yep. like maybe maybe get a, bring a boxing coach in like they did with Sugar Hill, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, and Emmanuel, uh, what's his last name? Oh, man, Emmanuel Stewart. He, he's Sugar yeah. Hill's his nephew. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah, the great Emmanuel Stewart. And like yeah, you, you said about Fury, he elevated Fury's game and – like yeah, so yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like it's just it, it really just came down to game plan, game plan, and uh, um, conditioning. Honestly, right. because he, he put he put, he came in about like ten or fifteen pounds heavier than the last fight, right? And it was basically the same result. He had some moments, and then he got to the point where he was getting legitimately whooped, mm-hmm. and he can't he can't keep doing that. He can he can right. whoop a lot of other people, but right. you keep you can't keep shoving him in the ring and be like having him do the same shit. It's like. Yeah. Where's the where's the stick and move? Where's the head movement? Like there right. wasn't none of that was there. He's trying to slug it out with them, and he realized, yo, Fury got up like the goddamn Undertaker last fight. Right. Like, are you do you are you really serious? Like, not saying you can't knock him out. He could absolutely knock him out. But you, come on, you guys know better. You saw that you have all the film. You saw right. what was going to happen. The dude mm-hmm. did the same thing. The herky jerky bullshit, leaning on him with all that goddamn weight, and that's what won the fight. He did the exact. He didn't even change his game plan. No. The only thing that was different about his, the only thing about that was different about Fury is that he came out to fucking ACDC and some like Roman Gladiator shit. That was it. Right. Everything else he did the exact same. So he'll probably fight the winner of Joshua Usyk, and I hope he fights Joshua because I'm waiting for that fight. And then Wilder, um, you definitely got to take a step back, but he he can definitely he can still be a contender, but he's just gotta he's gotta make some changes. He can he beat really, everybody yeah. else, right? Yeah, he running yeah. out of he running out of time too. You know what I'm saying? What is Wilder yeah. like 30? 33 years old 35 yeah so, so yeah, yeah something like that so he's running out of time too bro like you know what i'm saying father time is not with him so exactly. he, he, yeah the step back part yeah step the fuck back you might just need to chill <laughs> exactly my sister says hey will yep that's right will will's been one of our our, our loyal our loyal stream viewers we, we appreciate, appreciate you. you will yep keep keep dropping in the comments all right keeping it moving it was a uh it was a which i was telling jb before he got on man this is the first time in a while that i've really enjoyed college football bama loses to a&m close and then man ou makes a, a comeback and then the 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 greater phoenix area's own spencer rattler gets benched for old boy williams so did you yeah. you saw you were watching the bama game i believe i watched your own meme game yep yeah i think you i think you created your own meme watching the uh the bama a&m game you're like right yeah yeah i did that was that that was my like, honest that was my honest reaction because I'm sitting there the whole time like, what? Uh, so, and I said it on, on, on my podcast uh, yesterday, uh, Bama played horrible and A&M played out of body, right? Let's be real. Yes. They, they ran the ball on Alabama, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Alabama's linebackers, defensive line couldn't fit up. Defensive backfield was making all kind of mistakes. It was just like, it, it, it was like being in the twilight zone. It didn't look like a Nick Saban coach football team, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I, I think this, if you know anything about Nick Saban and the way he coaches, uh, 
I think they're going to come back and just destroy dusting everybody off again. You know what I'm saying? They just need to get smacked on the chin. Um, they'll end up being uh, second or third in, in, in the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't see Georgia losing to nobody. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Roll that right in the 2020. Uh, no, so they're right there around the 2020. But no, nah, like Alabama, they're going to come back strong, right? And they're going to start dusting people off, like for real. And they're going to be second or third, and then some kind of way they're going to end up winning the national championship again, right? Because even though it's very competitive right now, NCAA, you know what I'm saying, and college football, I mean, it's still levels to this shit. Georgia's riding high right now, but, I mean, that defense is spectacular, but God forbid, I mean, we got one of our guys, Keely Ringo, you know what I'm saying, is one of the starting cornerbacks right now, uh, you know what I'm saying, playing hell of five ball. So shout out to him being over there in Georgia. and That, that defense is just killer. Right, and then they just offensively putting it together and, and being solid. But of course, Bama and, and, and uh, Georgia will meet the SEC championship, and they're gonna end up being one, two, or three, and it's gonna be another SEC one national title, one one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And and Liz was uh, Liz was talking about uh, uh, Kentucky. Kentucky, Shane Boyd's Kentucky has moved up Man. to five spots mm-hmm. at number eleven. That's got to be the highest they've been ranked in a while. Um, SEC, SEC has some interesting depth this year. And then you look at Bama, they got dropped to number five. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, hell, Cincinnati's number three. They're 5-0. Oh, but Cincinnati's got the grace of, of the of the preseason ranking. Mm. They're, you look at the rest of their schedule, there ain't no, there's no way in hell that they should be ahead of Bama, even with, no. with one loss, um, no. Bama. And then, obviously, you got you got three Big Ten teams in a row, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, then Oregon, then Michigan State rounding out the top ten currently. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at what happened to, I didn't see, I haven't seen any of the highlights, but you know, people are cutting promos and Spencer Rattler. What did, did you see any, any, any of that game? And what do you, what do you make? I, of wa- that, I watched that, the entire, I watched, I watched the entire game. Oh. Um, Spencer Rattler is, um, first of all, he's, a he's not a very likable kid. Right. Mm. Uh, he's a bit of a douchebag. His father's the same way. So, you know, that would don't fall too far from the tree. But with all that being said, like, he's just not playing as well as they put him up there. Like, let's let's not, let's keep it all the way funky. I think he only played, what, five games last year? Right? I think he's a sophomore this year. Yeah. So, yeah. so but, I mean, you know, like, but the season was, was tapered, you know what I'm saying? And so it wasn't a full season. So at the end of that season, they're making, they, they deem this kid, the one they they basically picked him to win the Heisman, right? And then of course OU starts off, and you know they, they've been fighting for their lives every game. They shouldn't have lost to Texas. I mean, they shouldn't have beat Texas. They almost got beat by Tulane. They almost got beat by Tulane in game one. They shouldn't have lost. They shouldn't have beat Texas, right? So I mean, they five and zero right now, but they could rightfully be motherfucking three and two, right? Right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And if they'd have lost those games, who knows what would have happened. Um, they had a little bit of luck on their side and momentum, and then Texas just tricked it off. And it was sad to say, sad to watch. That's kind of mad. I just, I was, you know, I was hoping that Texas went on, knocked them off, took them out of their misery type shit, but they wouldn't do right. it. Right. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I wish. I'm I'm waiting for the day. Sar- you know, Sarkeesian's doing some 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 good things. In, right. Yeah. I, I see Texas. good things coming. But, I mean, yeah. this is what this, this is his first year there too, right? Yes. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, he, he's outkicked his coverage already. I mean, they're playing good ball. They're playing more aggressive. Uh, offensive, they got to be more consistent. They got the number one running back in the nation. Like, how you gonna get up on somebody by eighteen points and then lose to him? Right, right? like that's not it. You know, with the number one right. running back in the nation, the big ass right. offensive line. Right, right. Well, like we're talking about a panel production meeting. One one thing we can say is this year, and you know, lesson last year was so was so wonky. Half the teams didn't even want to play. Half the teams played, but they played like six games. Right, it was right. Weird as hell. Everything last year. was all yeah. It was all yep. fucked up. Yep. But now it feels like it feels like college football is coming back to a place where it's like it's not Alabama, and then everybody else gets the scraps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. definitely a lot more parity. There's a there's you know there's just. It just feels better. Maybe a lot of that has to do with the whole um, name, image, likeness shit, where it's you know it feels like things are kind of balancing out as far as with players, you know what they have to deal with. Right. The field. But but you honestly, know? we we talked about this on on previous episodes, and I mentioned it about the fact that the emergence of social media and these outlets that that these people are able to see these young men on, 
Now they can see these kids anywhere, right? So, yep. And what it's doing is it's making these these schools that were mediocre to almost lower high level. It's it's it's, it's boosting them up. A Cincinnati, a Tulane, right? Uh, Memphis, you know, what I'm saying raises hell. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying Cincinnati. You know, what I'm saying of course. Uh, if I ain't mentioned them already, like these, these teams are building because they're getting four, three and a half, four, five star recruits. To come to these yeah, schools, Coastal Carolina, yeah, Coastal yep. Carolina, because like now they see SMU is coming back. SMU yeah. coming back, you know what I'm saying? What they call the Pony Express, right? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> back in the day, day, right? But either way it goes, I think it's the emergence of social media. I think it's the fact that these kids can get seen almost anywhere. I think it's the fact that these kids understand that everybody's playing on football now. You're gonna get seen. It used to only be you go to Power Five schools or schools that were uh, that were being seen. Uh, like when I went to Southern Miss back in the day, of course, Southern Miss was feared. You might want to play Southern Miss back in the day, right? And boys in black and gold, you know what I'm saying, going to bring it to you no matter who you are. And now it's it's it's, it's all these mediocre mid-level schools are like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, and that, that's big time because everybody can be seen, Well, Everybody can be seen, right? So that's, that's, that's yep. pretty much what it is, man. And it, it's dope to see because I love it. I love to yep. see competitiveness. I love it. Back back in your back in your day, unfortunately, unless you unless you were playing Bama, one of the big box schools, they might have had you on ESPN eight, the Ocho. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, smack, yeah, smacking yeah. Louisiana Lafayette and shit. Right, very, very rarely <laughs> did when we on TV. I can I can remember you know a few times vividly, but it wasn't a lot of times. Oh man, well, Doctor Bridges, speaking of a gentleman who was used to be on TV, was a coach, and he may be uh, moving to parts unknown with Mitch. Uh, oh my God, the Raiders! <laughs> oh my God, the Raiders! The Raiders! <laughs> exposed for ten years of leaked emails, mostly to the Washington Football Team, and uh, uh, for those who aren't aware and didn't see it, uh, John Gruden was basically just cutting promos on every group. I think the only people they left out was the Jews. I think he cut mm. promos on everybody else. If you're gay, if you're black, if you're uh Colin Kaepernick who I mean everybody like uh women in the league like he was cutting promos on everybody um definitely saying um some messed up shit now look thinking about wanting to talk about this there at this point we've been doing this podcast long enough where there isn't really too much about your experience in the league that I don't know about whether it's on the podcast or just as a friend mm-hmm. but as someone you know for anybody that's played at any level myself included you hear you kind of hear the John Gruden's of the world. Everybody's had a coach that's kind of been like him, where he mm-hmm. kind of keeps it sort of like straight man to the to the public. And right behind closed doors, he might say some kind of so, yeah, borderline some shit. shit. Yeah. So, like, does any seeing this story? Do any moment come to mind, particularly when you're in the league, where you're around a coach, where you're like, I feel like that dude is probably doesn't fuck with black folks once he's off the clock or anything that you made you looked at a coach where you're like he's probably on some other shit behind closed doors it's been plenty of them like you know what i'm saying like it's been plenty of them there's no way i played in nfl for 10 years and this situation has never come about or i've never heard or thought that about somebody i thought it was about plenty of guys i thought about a bunch of guys i played with right mm-hmm. you could tell Mm-mm-mm-mm. that they even though they you know what I'm saying they've been in in football their entire life you know what i'm saying and they it's still is you still just know you got that feeling that this dude ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> He's a Mitch, I'm telling you. He's, He's a part Mitch, of the He is chilling with Mitch and fucking, uh, where, where is Mitch at? Bullhead City. You right. know what I'm saying? Nevada slash Arizona, right? Well, so, if we if we can get in touch with John Gruen's publicist, um, we have open invites for OJ Simpson and now oh, yeah. John Gruen. Because, yeah, John, yeah, we, yeah. we need to talk to you about this. The juice, you know we still, we still hunting for you. <laughs> yeah, we still we're still on a golf course in Florida. Or, wait, right, you know, he's yeah. in Vegas now, right? He's, he's outside in Vegas. Of Vegas yeah, I think. yeah, he's out yeah. right, he'll, right, right outside of Henderson, right. So yeah. I just got, I just got, I just got to slide out there, you know, say on a golf, quote unquote, golf trip, and catch OJ on some TMZ shit. <laughs> Get exclusive, but anyway, uh, John Gruden, in the words of the late great Denny Green. You are who we thought you were. All right. Ooh, uh, buddy. Excuse me. Everybody knows John Gruden was a little off. He was a little throwed off, right? Always angry guy. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, but honestly, you don't want to think that, Benny. You don't want to think that about nobody, right? You don't want to think, especially about a coach who 
has to coach people from multiple religions, you know, nationalities, you know what I'm saying, creeds, cultures, all that, whatever. You're like, you know what? These guys, they get it. We're okay. All right, we're in a safe zone. John Gruden, you just fucked it up for everybody. Right? It is. This is bad now. Right? Because Cats going to be looking at coaches sideways. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> right. Hey, you better not want nothing, you know what I'm saying, remotely sounding black. He's going to be spitting all in their food. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so you, you just really screwed it up for everybody. There was no way he could have went back to watch uh, to, to the Vegas. Right? Now he got Snyder finna get popped. Right? You know what I'm saying? I hope so. I hope yeah, so. They yeah. they deserve the Washington football team fans deserve a new owner. They they need they need to do him like they did uh what's his name from the from the Clippers? Uh yeah. Donald yeah, Sterling. Yeah. Yeah, Donald yeah, Sterling yeah. him. Man, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they they need to do that shit. But it's all, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. They already, yeah. you know what I'm saying, kinda of put one put the little request in or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's about to happen because like you said, most of these emails were going there. So, yeah, like he, he was sending shit to Bruce Allen and, and Snyder and like all other people in the league. How the fuck are you using John.Gruden at NFL.com and be like, yo, I don't really like gay people. And you hit send. Like, what are you even doing, man? Like, that's that's wild. Like, that's because he, he don't give a fuck because this is, a custom, this is what he's accustomed to. Right? When you're doing something that you don't think is wrong, you're not going to guard it. You're not going to safeguard it. You're not going to shoot it because he he's doing something that he don't think is wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, Ryan Clark said it best. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been this person. Yep. We just not finding out. So right. it's okay. It's all right. But again, you just fucked it up for everybody because now you know what I'm saying coaches gonna be getting looked at sideways all day, right? Because yeah. everybody got that one coach. They like <laughs> tell you this motherfucker ain't right. right. This motherfucker right. ain't right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah it's, it's a sad situation, man. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I'm sorry for the for the, for the fine folks in Raider Nation. Uh, some of the greatest people I know are Raider fans. You know what I'm saying? Loyal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sucks, man. Mm-hmm. Sucks. You know. Yep. And and just for context, Liz was asking just for context. So the Washington Post put out an initial email where he was talking. He was saying stuff about Demora Smith, who's the NFLPA uh, president. And then the New York Times found like a bunch of emails. And then this is going back to like 2011 where he was, you know, again, saying. Yeah, the lockout and all that was going on, you know what I'm saying? If you you want to read it for yourself, you can see it right here. Right. And one one of the big issues about where he he felt like Jeff Fisher was pressured to uh, draft Michael Sams. Correct. uh, That year, you know what I'm saying? That was a lot of things he was talking about. He felt like that was fucked up. uh, Yeah, so. He felt like, yeah, he called, he called him, yeah, well, you see the verbiage, right? Right, right. right. You see the verbiage, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a sad, sad day, but eventually, mm-hmm. right. eventually, you know what I'm saying? It's out here. Yeah, and and Will brings up a good point. Adam Schefter apparently sent an email uh, to the Washington football team about a story he was writing that he wanted to get, like, their seal of approval before putting it out. So yeah, man, the shit, you know, the, you know, I, we smell a rat, the chickens have come home to roost and a lot of people are going to get exposed and mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's pretty well. It's both, it's both crazy, but you know, probably good in, in many aspects, particularly when you're talking about like the, the John Gruen stuff. So, Hey, Chucky, um, like Will said, you're about to be doing Postmates player. Um, I'm, anxious, I'm anxious to see it. Right? I'm anxious to see what happens from here. Yeah. Like this, what, yeah. Gonna, yeah, this this movie yeah. gonna be real good. Yeah, well, like what like what is it like what is he gonna be doing like uh, Gruden's QB camp on Fox News? Like what's what is his next thing? Ain't nobody finna send their kid to this motherfucker. Well, you know, well, 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 you know, some of them will, of course. You know, what I'm saying yeah. some some yeah. of them will. Best believe that. After a few but. years, after after the smoke dies down, somebody, some, you know. He'll be on. He'll be on like with Geraldo Rivera doing, you know, talking about <laughs> Trump twenty twenty four. Like I guarantee right. it. He'll be basically he'll be doing yeah. something like that. Basically, All right, so that, that's what happened to Chucky. Uh, we're gonna keep it moving here, but of course, make sure to follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs. We are here Wednesdays seven thirty Pacific, mm-hmm. not or ten thirty Eastern, all football season long, baby. And of course, if you missed the live stream, all good. Make sure to tap in with our podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, like, share, subscribe. Of course.
course, tapping on YouTube, all that fun stuff. And again, check out our sponsor, SavageCBD.com. Use code REVIEW, 50% off first order, free shipping. And hey, baby, we got that merch, baby. Super Kyler and Bird Gang all day for the Bird Gang. You can wear that shit. You can take a picture with JB at the old big red toaster out there. And uh, he'll definitely show you some love. And uh, yeah, man, before we get into week six, we got to do a little recap of uh, week five. So, JB, you were in the building. Uh, the Cardinals beat the Niners 17 to 10. And right. Trey Lance got the start. Uh, you were in the building. What did you see from Trey Lance? And obviously, Jimmy G is, is injured. Um, do you feel like Trey Lance, they just, they do, do they got to pull the ripcord on Trey Lance and let him play? You got to. You know what I'm saying? You have to at this point. Uh, Jimmy G is not their future. You know what I'm saying? He's not their future. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he'll coach the mud dog. South Central Louisiana State. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Sounds about right. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. All right. So, yeah. Um, without a doubt, what the fuck you just asked me? I was thinking about okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> what you just asked me, bro? Oh yeah, it's Jimmy about, G. About Trey Lance. Yeah, Jimmy yeah, G and Jimmy Trey G. Lance. Yeah, just let the kid play at this point. Uh, you're gonna be able to do a lot more with him. Than you would, you know what I'm saying, with OG, OG, Jimmy G. So just let the kid play right now. And Jimmy G's not y'all guy anyway, so it don't even matter. So y'all you know, draft Trey Lance, just let him play. Uh, I mean, he's just, you know, a typical young quarterback. Uh, ran when he got in trouble, threw the ball decent, you know what I'm saying? Made a bad decision through interception. We knew he was going to do that. I thought he was going to throw two. Um, their defense played pretty well. And then we played a pretty shitty offensive game, to be honest. All right. We just weren't really clicking on offense, even though we scored 17 points. We weren't really clicking on offense, you know what I'm saying? We squandered a lot of opportunities, you know what I'm saying, to continue to move the ball down the field. Uh, gave up some sacks when we shouldn't have. Got in some bad situations, you know what I'm saying? Got got the ball pinned down, you know what I'm saying, three or four times in, in the second half. Got it pinned down on our own negative yard lines. And so, you know, they, the kid's going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be fine. He's He's got a big arm. He's athletic. He's smart. You know what I'm saying? He can make the reads. He can make the throws. He can get himself out of trouble when he needs to. He's going to be okay. But just wasn't ready for us. Our defense played very well. Special teams, all that. We made the yeah. plays. We need to win the game. Huh? Yeah. He made some athletic plays, you know, when, when he needed when he he needed to run the ball. I feel like he did that. But, you know, he got a little he got a little first read and out shook a little bit. You know, he could feel that heat coming from J.J. around the backside. I saw that a little bit. Right. But, uh, listen, I mean, you know, low, low scoring game considering – and uh, Bergen got a uh, interesting one here going into Cleveland. Cleveland. We're going to get into that. All right, keeping it in the division, Dr. Bridges. The Rams beat the Seahawks 26-17. Russell Wilson injured his finger. He just had surgery with no timetable to return. Mm. Uh, do they need to Do they need to, they need to shoot uh, Cam a, a work safe email? Did they need to call the Niners? But yo, I see, see, moving on to Trey. You want to give us a right? Yeah, you want Jimmy G for yeah, for a box right. of quarters? Like, what? Uh, the, I mean, the Seahawks, they got to make a move now. I mean, Geno's solid as a backup, right? But well, you got to bring shambles. Yeah, you got to bring somebody in, and like, I, I don't know. Uh, I was when did Russell Wilson get paid? What two years ago? The extension, I think so. Yeah, and keep in right. mind, he's been kind of. Pulling a Kobe in 07, being like, I don't know, I think I kind of want to get up out of here. Right, like, right. So. But that's, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So they paid him a couple years ago. They're uncertain about his future, right? So that whole no timetable, right? Yeah, that's bullshit, right? You know exactly when somebody gets injured, especially your starting quote-unquote franchise quarterback, you know exactly when he's supposed to be able to come back. You know what I'm saying? You count the fucking days down. You got a calendar in your office, the coach, you marking that shit down. Because, yeah, you need him back. What do you mean? You need him back. Hell yeah, you need him back. Like, fucking the Jackson Fives, I want you back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Gino is going to be okay. And I think that if they're, if he's out six games, they'll probably split three and three. Right? Uh, the defense is still trash. They let Flowers go. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, you know, it, it, they, they're in a bad way right now. Just plain and simple, but yeah, I mean they're gonna be okay. But I mean, if I was them, I would make a phone call to Cam or somebody and be like, "Yo, come on in here and uh, give us a little little helping hand here, sir." Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree because they, they got they got a lot they got a lot of things happening, and honestly, they really haven't. I mean, yeah, they got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Those are good. Those are good weapons. But there's nothing about what Pete Carroll's doing that is making making it seem like he's adjusting to what Russ needs to be successful. This whole let Russ cook and let him do his thing on his own that's asinine when he can't get anybody to block for him, and right. he's getting fucked up now. So right. now, right. like, he's got to be getting sick of that, and righteously so. I mean, it's been several years at this point ever since the you know the Super Bowl run and Legion of Boom and all that shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit's changed since then. Oh, yeah. Like they're they're an okay team now. Right? Yeah, point. they're not. Yeah, they're not the feared uh, Greater Northwest team that they used to be. So mm-hmm. yeah, it is what it is. I mean, uh, yeah, it's fucked up that they said out for surgery with no return time. Say, well, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's yep. bullshit, and that's like, coming directly. That's coming directly from the Seahawks website they, too. They so. see it. They see it. They see like, whoa, shit. Oh, he got hurt. Okay, cool. It's an opportunity for us to just kind of slide on out, mm-hmm. kind of back on up out that thing. You know what I'm saying? Be like, ah, we decided to go another direction. <laughs> hey, I bet your bottom dollar they draft a quarterback this year. So really, ooh, oh is yeah. that is that a, a boo doo doo doo? Is oh, that, bet, your bottom, that, bet, your, bet your bottom dollar. You know, they're they going to pull really? on. Not, not to say that Jimmy G has had any, anywhere near the success that uh, that uh, that Russell, Russell has had. Oh, yeah, it's that time. It's time for them to get somebody who, new. Who would they take, though, coming out this year? Who is even coming out this year that would be – I can't even think of anybody. Don't, don't make me start lying to you, but uh, the quarterback <laughs> the quarterback of Notre Dame is supposed to be highly touted. Um who else? Uh, Man, it doesn't seem like it's a great quarterback draft this year. Nah, it's really not. So I don't really know what kind of draft. It's going to be a good old line draft this year, right? That's facts. Let me say that. Yep. Now, JBSC, rep for them hogs. Now, speaking of a team that may be starting to get feared, old JB's been skeptical about the San Diego Bakersfield Barstow Chargers, but damn it, they beat the Browns 47 to 42. Are the Chargers the second best team now in the AFC? Yeah, why not? I mean, like, because I don't think it's the Chiefs and the, yeah, the Bills are yeah. number one. Yeah, so that's why I say, yeah, why not? I mean, why wouldn't they be? Hell yeah! I mean, they there is literally like at this point, like you said, Chiefs. And I said this last week; they don't know who the fuck they are right now. Um, the Bills are a juggernaut, and and San Diego is playing. I mean, San Diego, whatever. San Diego. <laughs> nah, I see, I <laughs> San Diego's playing good ball. Shit, I'm gonna call them San Diego anyway. Fuck it. They'll be back in San Diego. They'll, they'll be back in San Diego in two years. Shit. Right. But uh, yeah, they, hell yeah, I give them that second best team in the AFC for sure. Definitely give them that. Okay. All right. Now, JB, I know this is, I know any OG reviewers know this pains us to even talk about this, but ding, uh, them cowgirls have been them cowboys beat the Giants who got basically everybody on their on their on their starting eleven on offense got injured. 44 to 20. Are the Cowboys kind of sort of maybe for real? Yeah. But we talked about this before the season. I mean, I I think Dak is a great quarterback. Right? He's he's done everything and he's proved everybody wrong from day one. Right? And he's just continuing to get better. So, you know, with the receiver core they got, you know, Lamb and um and the kid from Alabama, what's his name? Uh well they they've had Amari Cooper is that you referring yeah Amari Cooper yeah so yep. uh yeah you forget he played Alabama yeah so Amari uh, Cooper and then Zeke you know what I'm saying doing this thing and then the young running back the offensive line is decently attacked and then of course their defense is just flying around making plays so yeah they're not to be toyed with I mean you know they they coming with it but we all know the Cowboys were cowboy so I mean I don't know mm-hmm. if it's all gonna fall down one day. Because they're having great success right now, and then all of a sudden it's going to all just fall down. Who knows? But right now, I mean, you know, let's take into account that they did beat the Giants, right? 44 to 20. But at the same time, you beat who's in front of you. You know, you you, you ain't got no control over who you're playing. You take them how they come, whoop them, and go on about your business. So, yeah, for right now, they for real. Right. Yeah, def- I definitely want to put them as the top team in the NFC, but they're certainly the best team in their division. And, you know, you got the Bucks, you got the Packers. You got obviously the Bird Gang. You probably put the Bird Gang. You can obviously you can argue the Bird Gang number one in the in the NFC at this point. But Cowboys are probably top five. Yeah, Shout out to JC. Yeah. JC, you got your wish. We're finally giving the Cowboys props. Don't get used to it. Come on now. Right. 
Don't we get used to it. Right. Don't let it go to your head now. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Dr. Bridges, you, we alluded to it, but uh, the Bills beat the Chiefs 38-20. Is it official? Have the Bills surpassed the Chiefs? It's the Chiefs because people were trying to talk, you know, talk about them as like, oh my God, they're like the Warriors. Like, eh. yeah. No. They, yeah. They've, uh, man, the Ch- again, the Chiefs are like struggling to find who they are. Mm-hmm. And we knew the Bills were going to be good, right? We knew they were going to be good. They've been building the last three years, two years. They've been good. They've just been consistent since Allen's been there. I picked them to win it all, as you know, in our Savage Preview. You picked them to win it all. You know what I'm saying? So, we knew they was going to be good. So this ain't no damn surprise. What surprised is how the Chiefs kind of fell off. But, I mean, you know, people going to catch up. People going to catch up. Eventually people going to catch up. Is there ain't number film out there to be seen. Mm-hmm. We watched more film than you could possibly imagine, and it was it was bound to happen. Yeah. It's bound to happen. And it's only and it's only been five weeks, so definitely cannot overreact to where they are now because the Chiefs have no. been there before. And if right, the Chiefs get hot and healthy – they might be rolling. All right, that's week five week cap. So without further ado, we got to get into week six of Savage Picks. But before we do, we got to see how we're doing after five weeks of Ooh's Ball. Give the drum roll, please. 51 and 28 is the tie between the Savage duo. We are now tied. At 51 and 28, running through the games very quickly. The Rams beat the Squawks. You both picked that correctly. You both beat the Falcons, picked the Falcons in foggy London town. JB's drafting team, the Eagles, defeated his former employer, the Panthers. Uh, Bucks got it done. Brady threw five touchdowns. Uh, Jameis, LASIK Jameis went nuts. And uh, the Saints won an OT. Titans won. We both got that right. JB correctly picked the uh, Vikings. And they, of course, Kitties. You know, fuck it, fuck it up. Part three. We've all seen that movie in the theaters five times. It's like a Rocky series. They messing it up late. So the Vikings yeah. got the dub. Uh, Steelers got a much needed win. Packers got a win. Pads dude got a win. The Bears came in and whooped the distracted Raiders. Mm. Uh, the Chargers got done and picked that correctly. Both picked the Cowboys. JB of course got his bird gang correct, and the Bills and the Ravens got the job done. So that brings us to the tie. So without further ado, let's get into week six picks right now, starting with Sunday Night Football. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers sliding into the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. Oh, cover your ears, Johnny, you and Chip. And the line is they seven heard it. for Tampa Bay they heard it. Uh, on the road. Yeah, Tampa Bay, right? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I'm going with the Bucks as well. Not too much explanation on that. Listen, it's going to be a raucous crowd, but uh, maybe the Bucks will play down. We feel like they're going to get the dub. All right, the Florida is heading out to foggy London Town. It's the Dolphins going against the in disarray Jacksonville Jaguars, and the line is three and a half for Miami. The overly horny coach Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> look. The Dolphins are going to get the win. I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> and that boy fingers is working down there. So, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't see nothing positive about the Jaguars. I think the Dolphins will get the win. I think Flores put put together a game plan no matter who's on the center. Um, and they'll get the win per, per set. You know what I'm saying? You know, he is a solid quarterback. So, yeah, I think the Jags take another L. Is that? That is. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm picking the Dolphins as well. And the countdown until Urban Meyer starts grabbing his chest and saying, I have to spend time with my family and look out for my health has begun. He's looking for his way out, and this may be – they may leave his ass in London, catch a Southwest back player. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got that move out there. Yeah, if, if you don't want to fly back with us now, then stay your ass in London. How about that? Right, I will get, right. get your own way back. All right. AFC South matchup, it's the Houston Texans playing Chad Carr's Colts, and the line is nine, ooh, nine and a half for the Colts at home. Yeah, um, I'm going to take the Colts, but I ain't taking the line. It's just too much shit that can happen. Yeah, I got the Colts. Yeah, I agree. Too much jankification there, although Carson has been has been looking better. He actually, honestly, the, the Colts really tricked off that game on Monday night against the Ravens. Now, obviously, Lamar's making plays, right. but the Colts really should have won that game. Right. Yep. So... I'm taking the Colts as well, but I'm definitely not trusting that line either. All right. 
NFC North matchup. Boom, 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 boom. Go, Pack, go. Going against the Bears in Chicago. And the line is four and a half for the Packers in Soldier Field. Uh, yeah, uh, we're talking about Fields versus Rodgers. I'm going Rodgers. Rodgers. <laughs> so, uh, I don't really, uh, right. he's a bad man. I don't really, uh, I don't believe in Nagy. Right, so it's eventually, you know, what I'm saying it's this shit. The chickens are gonna come to roost on this dude, and he's gonna get put up out of there. I know Keyshawn Johnson Ooh. said on the show that he's gonna end up getting an extension, and I think uh, Jay Billis walked out on his ass, <laughs> which is beautiful. I like, I love that. Uh, but yeah, I think Green Bay just puts together a better plan, makes more plays, and they get the win in in the shot. Yeah, close dub. I think I think the uh, the Bears are going to be able to run the ball well, but I don't think they're going to be able to match points with the Packers, so I'm taking the Packers as well. All right, the Chiefs' kingdom, again, trying to find that identity, as JB was talking about. They're going to the Washington football team in the last and a half for KC on the road. Mm, I'll take that. I think they're going to come in pissed off. I think they're going to want to make a statement, uh, yep. and they're going to take it out on the Washington football team who – has an identity. They know who they are. They just can't execute. Like they just can't get together. Right. Correct. This this for me. This is a get back game, and I definitely think the Chiefs are going to go off. And it's you know it's just it's gonna it's gonna hopefully kind of right the ship for them, and you know make people remember who they are. Now they obviously have some questions on defense, but I don't think Washington is enough on offense to keep up with them. So I definitely see an explosion uh, of points on this one. All right. It's the. Skull Vikings going against the keep pounding JV's former employer, the Panthers, and the line is ooh a point and a half uh, for the Vikings on the road. We go go cash crash fever on this one, bro. Uh, I just think that the I think that the the the, the Carolina Panthers will get the best of them. I think the defense flies around, makes plays. I think that. Um, you like that? We'll turn the ball over to us, and I think Cooks a fumble. He'll give us he'll, <laughs> get, he'll, he'll give us one or two. Right, he'll, he'll mess yes. around and give us one or two because again, that Carolina defense flies around, and they're gonna be punching at that ball. So, yeah, I'm gonna roll with the cash crash people crew. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think I think it's definitely gonna be a close one with Dalvin Cook out with having Madison. Madison's been having fumble problems, and I do like what Chubba Hubbard's been doing with um, you know running the ball with McCaffrey being out. Mm-hmm. So. I do think it's a bounce back win for um, Carolina, and like oh, I, said, I, know, I, I ain't know Cooks was out. I thought he was still playing. I ain't, I ain't looked the injury reports, no shit like yeah. that. But he was out that he was out last week. I think he's still going to be out this week. But either way it goes, okay. I think right. that, uh, like you said, I think Mister, you like that has a way of giving one up, fucking one up. And I don't think Zimmer is a fantastic play caller either. I like Matt Rule better in this matchup. Right. So I'm taking the Panthers as well. And right. keep this in mind that that Minnesota uh, Panthers, Carolina's going to play a bunch of zone. They're not gonna play a bunch of man-to-man coverage. So, right, um, exactly. yeah, that, that little mood ball shit that 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 uh, Mister, you like that Cousins gets to do. You know, gets yep. seen to play man. Nah, yeah, that's why. That's why I feel like you gonna throw the ball to him. Yeah, and and people forget with with the trade that they made. They're and then they're loaded in the secondary, even without mm-hmm. JC Horn in, right. in the match. So, like, it's not gonna be just Adam Thielen finding the the soft spots all the time. No. They're gonna make them work for that, force them to run the ball. So. I'm taking Carolina as well. All right, Will, cover your ears. It's an intriguing matchup. It's the L.A., San Diego, Barstow, Bakersfield, parts unknown Chargers going against, quote, the Raven nevermore. Mm. The line is three for the Ravens at home. Mm. When you're in Baltimore, you got to be more careful, right? Uh, so, L.A., better be more careful. I think they little reign of terror comes to an end in Baltimore. Uh, I got the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson led Baltimore Ravens getting the W. Yeah, I agree. I do think the Ravens win at home. I think the Ravens are ultimately a better team, um, but uh, Ravens got to get healthy, and I think that will. They could definitely. I could definitely see the Ravens and the Bills in the AFC Championship this year. I, I definitely could see that. So, but I think in this matchup, I do think the Ravens get it done. If it were the other way, if the Ravens were in LA, I mm-hmm. could definitely see the Chargers win I that agree. game. But coast, I, coast I to coast agree. drip. Yep, coast to coast drip. I think the Ravens get it done. All right. It's the Bungles traveling to the Kitties. Five game, JB. The line is three and a half for the Bungles, who almost got a dub against the Packers last week. Well, as I said uh, on, on my podcast last night, picking this game, you guys are going to play hard. They're going to play hard. But I honestly think that Cincinnati got a good thing going offensively right now. And 
There is magnification when you have to travel from the West Coast all the way to Detroit and play a 10 o'clock game. Cincinnati literally can ride the bus, you know what I'm saying, in Detroit. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. very short flight. I mean, same climate, you know what I'm saying, same kind of atmosphere, except Cincinnati, of course, is going to have a little bit more fan, fan, fanfare. Uh, but, I mean, I, I feel like they're going to adjust. I feel like they're going to start fast, and then, of course, y'all got to play catch up, and then they won't be able to do it. So, I just got, you know what I'm saying, got, got the, the bungles getting it up. Mm-hmm. And listen, I think I think with their with the full roster intact with the Ravens, yeah, they'd be rough, bro. Yeah, I think that I think that they could go to the Super Bowl. Would they win the Super Bowl? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Know. Yeah. Who knows? But I All think right. I think at full strength, I think they could. It's, it's, I, I feel like at full strength is them and the Bills because I think they're more. Ba- I think both those teams are more balanced than the Chiefs, honestly. Right. Right. But as far as as far as Bungles and Kitties go, listen, Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell, you're crying. We appreciate the passion. Uh, yep. No, Earl, no, because they got to no, earn it. No, at this moment, no. they're not the second best yet. No, no, they got they got to beat them boys first, right? They yeah, got to beat, beat them first. Then yeah. they then they get they get the they get the, the nod. Um, right. But as far as this game goes, if they can contain Jamar Chase, I mean Joe Burrow's still a young quarterback that can make mistakes, um, so they can win this game. It could be a you know it could be a a jankified thing. This is probably one of I'll I'm just being real. This is one of the last games on the schedule that they have a legitimate chance to win. Honestly, right. I mean, no, you can I win any it. game, but it's like this is one of those games where it's like a couple things break their way, they can do it. So we'll see. I don't know about the line, but of course, taking the kitties. All right, keeping it moving here. All right, what are we looking at? All right, ooh, the Rams going to the G, the banged up G man, and the line is ten and a half for the Rams on the road. <laughs> I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the line. Okay, <laughs> here's what ooh. it is, bro. You know, you know, I don't know if I'm taking the line, but I'm taking the money line on that for the Rams yeah. to win. So yeah, all yeah. all day on that. All right, JB, here we are. The bird, whoo, bird gang going to the dog, dog pound. It's <laughs> 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 like a dog in heat. And the line is three. It's three for Cleveland at home. Make your case for the bird gang. Wow. So. Cleveland. Uh, go get their ass whooped. What you mean? Um. That's a bar of the yeah, entire we, goddamn, Will. Oh, Shit. No, damn, no, no. So, uh, my bird game, man. Um, I, I've been telling people that we are a pretty evenly matched team as far as, like, Cleveland and Arizona. We pretty much put together the same way, right? I uh, give a couple of advantages. Uh, quarterback, us. Uh, defensive backfield, us. Defensive line, us. Uh, their offensive line, I think they're running backs. Uh, and as far as receivers go, we got a plus on them as well. Uh, defensive back-wise, they're... They're still a young group, right? Very risque. And they depend on their front seven to do a lot. Uh, I think our linebacker core is better than theirs. And I think we go in there and we focus up. And I think our focal point is to have a better offensive game this week than we did last week. So for if that's the case, shit going to be dangerous, right? And I'm just going to give a little tidbit, throw that out there. That little man, if you're going to escape this week, run towards Miles Garrett's side. Right, because he gonna blow up the field every goddamn time, and even if he gonna bull rush on, you might want to step up into your left, right? You know what I'm saying, and get the fuck out of there, get what you can get, get out, and keep the chains moving. But I, I think they will get the W. Uh, Baker's gonna throw us the ball. Uh, Byron Murphy, I'm pretty sure is gonna play, and he's making a case for the Pro Bowl. I feel like number seven is gonna pick him off again. Gonna get him another one, and Baker Mayfield is gonna be Baker Mayfield at the wrong time, which is gonna allow us to win the game. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the cards as well. Um, for all, all those reasons you just illustrated, I think that there's going to be situations in this game where the Bird Gang is going to uh, force Baker to throw, and I think some mistakes um, are going to be made. So I'm taking the Bird Gang as well to get a, to get a quality win on the road. All right, we've just got a few games left. Oh, JB, boy, it's, the, it's the coachless. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even, we're not even, we ain't gonna give that number. The Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. Oh, the, the Raiders. Raiders. Headed to Denver, and the line is three and a half for the turmoil filled Raiders. Woo. What's for Denver, right? Three and a half for Denver. Denver. Pardon me, for Denver, yeah. yes. Line for Denver. Yeah. Uh, well, I gotta go with Denver. I, I don't think that, I don't think it's something that you shake back from just like that. I, I just I can't really see them rallying uh, and they're like you know what we're gonna come together because our coach was a fucking racist dickhead right 
No, they're, they're shook over there. They don't know what the hell. They're like, what in the fuck just happened? All right? Uh, usually there's some kind of like, I don't know, some kind of physical fuck up. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like something like this shit came out of nowhere. Right. Right? Right. RKO out of nowhere. Blown. Right? <laughs> and so they ain't really know. <laughs> No big time bouncing back from that. I think they're very healthy. Right. I think Teddy Two Gloves come back. You know. Uh, you know. Saying he, he gonna be okay, and I, and I think Denver gets the W. Man. Yeah, I agree. Denver. Denver gets the win. I don't know if it's gonna be, be a very washable game, but I'm taking them as well. All right. It's a thing. How about them cowgirls? I mean, them cowboys against that PH dude, and the line is four for Dallas on the road. I think that New England gets the win. Right, really? Ooh. I do. I think I think New England gets to win. Let's not forget Jamie, Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins is back on the football field for the New England Patriots. Right, uh, so instantly, you know, what I'm saying made their run defense better. Right, so yeah, the Cowboys. I'm trying to pound the rock. I think that Bill Belichick does what Bill Belichick does. I think he's back and he's getting his coaching groove back. Right, because he's been so dependent upon his head, his 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 um, assistant coaches. I think he's getting back and getting real active again in the coaching. Right, and putting together a defensive game plan. So I think that they make the Cowboys struggle, right? I think they make them struggle, and I think New England wins an ugly one. <laughs> ugly one, you know what I'm saying, up there in, in Gillette Stadium. That's a, I'm not going to lie, that's a, that's a, that's a fairly po- bold pick. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys only for the simple fact that I don't think that offensively, everything you're saying is right on the defense, but I don't think offensively they can really match up scoring-wise of what the Cowboys are doing at this point. I don't think Mac and the offense is at that point. I don't think they have enough talent to do that, mm-hmm. honestly. So I'm taking the Cowboys. I know it's a road game, but it's a spicy pick. I like that way. Take it the pass. All right, a <laughs> couple more games left. we got Sunday Night Football, which I don't even know why this game is on Sunday Night Football. It's the Squawks going to the Steelers, and the line is four and a half for the Steelers at home. I think that, honestly, I think that uh, that's the Seahawks going there and they find a way to win, man. Oh, my uh, God, with Gino, I do. Jesus I do. Christ. I do. I think they're going and they find a way to win, man. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's out, right? Uh, even though he's, he's having, you know, a quiet year, he's still a big part of their offense. Uh, they still can't run the ball. Uh, Big Ben is still a fucking tree back there throwing the ball. Uh, yeah, trust me when I say I think they're gonna get after Big Ben. He's gonna he's gonna cough it up a couple times. Gino gonna do enough. He's gonna come out excited, ready to prove the world wrong, and they're gonna go down there and steal a win in Pittsburgh, man. Well, I'm taking I'm taking the Steelers. If they if they were in Seattle, I'd take Seattle, but I'm taking the Steelers on this one. And finally, it's the Bills, Mafia. Mafia, Mafia, Mafia. At the Titans. And the line is four and a half for the Bills on the road. Yep, that's right. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's right, Will. They might get the 500. Yep, that's right. Yep, exactly what they said. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep, Bills. Yep, Bills. Yep, that's right. All right, I'm taking I'm taking the uh, Bills as well. And as far as bye weeks go, we got the Falcons, Saints, Jets, and Niners. And that's it. We'll see who's right, who's wrong, who's both right, who's both wrong. Dr. Bridges, as we approach the end of the show, do you have any final thoughts for the people out there? Good, sir. Nope. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the Mercury. <laughs> shout out to the Mercury. We got the W tied the series up one one. Shout out, good yeah, job, Bill. Mercury Valley, Valley shit for the Valley hashtag for the Valley. Uh, just to be completely honest, man, like just keep it funky, man. Like continue to understand that we need us. Our voices matter, right? To divide we, you know, stand. I mean, uh, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. All that good shit, right? We need each other, man. We need us. And, you know, we, there's still injustices going on in the world. There's still horrible shit happening between black and white. There's still, you know what I'm saying? Like, I read something earlier about, you know, two kids getting sentenced and white kid got sentenced. He got priors and, you know, got caught red-handed, you know what I'm saying? And basically was responsible for his friend's death and some young black kid who the police wrongfully broke into a place and they accused him of the murder of his friend. This kid gets 65 years, never had no, no criminal record. That's two different court systems for two different color people. So there's still injustice going on in the world, man. But it's, it's up to us to do it, up to us to change it. So with that being said, man, we love y'all. 
Mm-hmm. Follow us uh, at social media on at JB and Benny Blue. It's all social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, sh- like, share, subscribe. Uh, check us out on YouTube. We appreciate those five star reviews. Check me out on Tuesday night, Burning Bridges live stream, uh, seven thirty Pacific Standard Time, ten thirty Eastern on uh, Twitter at AAT Sports underscore. Right, that's the all about the birds family. Uh, check us out. You know what I'm saying? Rock with us, get with us, holla at us, man. Uh, if you got any um, hate mail, love, hate, whatever you want to <laughs> send us your demo. You know what I'm saying? You want to questions, comments, concern us. Uh, hit us up at our email, man, JB and Benny Blue Review at gmail.com. Willie will highlight and we appreciate you, man. Uh, other than that, that's man, me. we got a phone number if you want to call and just cuss us out. That's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Give him that number, Benny. 818-850-2804. Who, Mike Jones? It's 818-850-2804. We'll play the voicemail on the message. That's right. On the, on the voicemail, play it live on the show. And that's it. We appreciate everybody's having on. We got a lot of comments and questions tonight, so we really appreciate that. We'll see you uh, next Wednesday. Enjoy this week of foosball. Uh, so glad it's fall and uh, shit's heating up, baby. Sports, you got the mercury. You got a lot. You got, ooh, you got the uh, baseball. Basketball's coming back. A lot of good shit is happening. We're yeah. going to cover it all here. So yeah. that's it. This has been the JB and Benny Review, episode 196, and we will see you next week. Uh, peace out, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.